Sometimes you're flush and sometimes you're bust. And when you're up, it's never as good as it seems. And when you're down, you never think you're going to be up again. But life goes on. Remember that. Money isn't real, George. It doesn't matter. It only seems like it does. Well, I work in a school, and so when people come, I'm like, hi, we're at your high school. Or, oh, yeah, that, that, I could see that. I could see like, the little uh, teenage girl. Is there it? an adult who can talk to me? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> How can I help you? <laughs> I, I'm the adult today. <laughs> All right. I've got special permission from the principal. <laughs> I snuck it in there. We're on. Oh, yeah, we're on. Okay. You, you love the sound of your own voice. It does sound very soothing. It does, it does comfort me. Yes, it does. <laughs> At night, do you whisper to yourself? Or? Sometimes, yeah. Do you listen to the podcast? Uh, Can you listen to yourself? A little bit. I don't. Uh, I actually, when I go, th- when I listen to our podcast, I look for different parts of it. Is what I want to listen to. All of my mistakes. <laughs> he sends me a text message. You screwed up here. You screwed up here. Oh, I can't wait till tomorrow then. Yeah. No, no, we won't do that. It's mostly, gr- it's mostly bad, gl- bad, bad grammar, bad, yeah. bad spelling, bad language. I'm like, just, you know. What do you teach? Uh, I'm not a teacher. I was a counselor and now I'm the magnet coordinator at our school. Oh, what does Wonderful. that mean? So we are a magnet school, uh, which means uh, they don't have to go to their zone school right. in high school. And they can go to, well, there's other magnet schools like elementary, middle, but I'm at high right. school. Um, and they can pick. So we have different programs. Like we have a medical program and an aviation program. And so if they're interested in going into the medical field or they want to get their private pilot license before they graduate, um, we're a great school for them. Cause what school is that? El Rancho High School. Oh, is that? Oh, that's one of those new high schools, right? No. Dude. What? <laughs> no, no. He's, he's I'm also, well, I'm not from Vegas, so I didn't know that either. Like, didn't Vegas start with like a handful of schools? But I think the Rancho original, was like so one of them. The original high school is a magnet school now. It's over in downtown Las Vegas. I was just there today. And not the school, but I was in the area. And um, And then you have, that was number one which is the old, old school, like the ceilings are super short there. Las Vegas Academy. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, now it's the there. academy, but now it was academy. the high school then. And then you have, and then you branch off from there. Then you have Rancho and Western, which I had. So Rancho I, has always been a rough school, even when it opened. It opened rough. Yeah, I think there was not. a riot when it opened. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. But, but like when I was playing football. It must have got soft then because. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's not bad at all. No, it's not bad. No, oh, it, they know. they demolished. We've had the no fights building. this year, actually. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ziga. You got me. Like mark Ziga. that down. <laughs> yeah. Well, this so, is the first time ever. Yeah, when Rancho was remodeled like three or four years oh, ago, yeah. they completely yeah brand new building got got rid of the well, that's and nice. they turned the old where the where the old building was, which because it was right on the corner of mm-hmm. Owens and I remember and that. Bruce. They actually. Uh, just to let you know, I'm, that's my top. Uh, I grew up in that in that neighborhood, by the way, and uh, yeah, they tore that building down. My cousins graduated mm-hmm. from there, and that's that's the football field. So so you could drive Rancho by and watch Rams. the game. We actually got a brand new football field this year. So everyone is getting one. Yeah, I don't know how they afforded that in the budget this year, but every high school is getting a new field. <laughs> Have I you did. noticed that? Yeah, I did. I, I every time Priorities. I drive by Foothill. <laughs> Foot, yeah, same here. Yeah. Foothill. Oh, Basics got a bunch of construction going on. Oh, they're getting a new, a new field, field too. I, I think it's all artificial, right? They're putting down the, the I fake believe stuff. it is. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, that's good. Why not? Yeah. So how? So 
we had someone. Uh, we had uh, uh, Carrie so, Buck in here. She was a transplant into the school district. Yeah. How did so? How did you uh, get sucked into the Clark County School District? <laughs> Uh, they, they just grabbed ecosystem. a hold and they won't let me go. Um, so I actually came out here with my entire family and I had to finish my master's degree in school counseling. So had to. yeah, so I did that at UNLV. So Let's go I Rebels! <laughs> Let's go Rebels! <laughs> That's right. So UNLV alumni. Um, but then I... Did you want I, me to do the, the school no, song? No, I no, can. no, please don't. Okay. <laughs> it's funny because as a graduate student there, I don't actually... Like, I'm an alumni, but it's not like... Not the true real to your heart? One. Yeah, like it's not the It's like on your sleeve, but one. not close to your heart. I yeah. understand. No, it's close to my heart, but I just don't feel like I'm like the Where'd real Where'd you get graduate. your undergrad at? Uh, at a small town in Pennsylvania. Uh, Albright College. Albright College. Yeah. Oh, is that a women's college or a men, is that no? It's it's community a co-ed. college. No, oh. it's a co-ed college. Gee, it's like a whiff. small private <laughs> university. But my, so I'm from such a small town. Like my element. So I went to Catholic school my whole life from K to twelve. But my elementary school. I wondered from where like, those scars on your knuckles came from. <laughs> right. It was it was af- <laughs> after that wasn't allowed anymore. My mom and my older uncle got got those, but uh, so. Probably my high school, my school from K to eight, and my college were in a, I would say, at least a, a seven mile vicinity at most. Dang, stupid. So, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Not, so, not much traveling. So, I'm, what I'm brought your to family to Vegas? Uh, the weather, obviously, because right. it rains all the time. But we're getting a taste of the cold weather now. We Yesterday, woke up, that yeah, one day. We woke up and it was 40 <laughs> degrees right. cooler. Like, what's happening? But uh, it, it was rainy all the time. So it was either raining and you were tracking like the rain in with your feet or then it was snowing. And the summer was like two weeks of sun and, and that was it. So we decided to move out here. And, and there were more job opportunities because coming from a small town, there's not much. You know. uh, so my family originates from Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, so you do know about Pennsylvania. Absolutely. <laughs> that was one of my first school uh, school. Uh, essays or papers was on Pennsylvania and then digging up my genealogy uh my family comes from Cambridge Springs Pennsylvania which is a small town like yours and uh so yeah I know a little bit about Pennsylvania Zinga probably didn't know that I did not know that I'm kind of impressed yeah pull it out of my hat whenever I need it there you go so yeah so my high school actually is reading central catholic high school like a super small super small school i think we graduated like four or 85 we had like 450 in the school total and then i come out here and uh, a few years ago i learned one of the teachers out here at rancho actually used to work there and i'm like how, how does that even happen and, crazy. and so that's in, cool. in Las Vegas. It happens. Yeah, it's so trans. Well, it's also <laughs> it tells you how small the world is. Yes. Once you live in Las Vegas. Yeah. You realize the world is small. Like Adam had 85 friends in high school. <laughs> like you're like, well, that's for, how many kids were. In you're school. shooting high there. Wow. <laughs> I don't know about 85. Oh, was it 83, 84? Like, everyone. Oh, uh, Adam was my friend in high school. <laughs> Does he still it know your like name? Vegas, everyone knows everyone though. Yeah. When they went to high school. It gets Vegas. worse in Henderson. Yeah. 
really bad. Don't worry. So, but quick story about sure. my high school. It was a, uh, they tore it down now, but it was an old mansion that they turned into a school. And so he was telling me he was an art teacher there, I believe. And so he said his classroom and then his closet was like an old bathroom of the mansion. Like the tub was in there still and everything. What? Oh, yeah. Dude, that sounds That's like the killer. start of every horror movie right there. <laughs> uh, I, I, ca- so many all, movies. An all come girls out of there. Catholic school. From it wasn't old- all girls. It wasn't all girls though. Oh, really? Well, hold on. Yeah. We're telling the story. Just calm okay. down, okay? In your mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing the script right now. Yeah. Right on. Well, we brought Jennifer in not to talk about her high school experiences, yeah. which is still cool. Yeah, that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. So, it's like last year, you know, five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> if that. So check out check out her channel on YouTube. You'll see. It was like it was like two and a half years ago. So. <laughs> So, uh, Jen Hans? Haas. Haas. Yeah. Haas. A-A-S. Yeah. All right. It's kind of like Easter. Yeah. Yeah, got it. So I awesome. always am like, it's not ass because it's two A's, not two S's, but they still get it wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. And I still got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the ass in here? Yeah. Well, a lot of the, did you ever get uh, talked, like everyone's like, hey, are you related to the Easter company? He's noticed that all the colored eggs are made by the Haas company. No, I get the avocado. There's like a Haas avocado. Well, I don't okay. eat avocados. I didn't know that until recently out here. And they're no, like, I didn't know that really? either. Like, no, we, no. we all learned something new today. Yeah. I have to look it up. You should roll with that. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, yes, of course. It's my empire. It's where I come from. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my peeps. <laughs> Those are my people. You want any avocados? <laughs> so, so what is Jen's story? Like, why is she in here today? I mean, well, she's really cool to well, hang out with. Well, on top of being very beautiful, she is. She can kick our butts, both of us. She's a brown belt in jujitsu. So, I have problems with my rotator cuff as it is. <laughs> I do not want her uh, grabbing my arms. Here nope, comes the excuses no. already. <laughs> <laughs> Tons of them. Tons of oh. excuses. But anyway, so uh, how did you get into jujitsu, and why did you choose because, that? To be, for, yeah, to be honest, you, you probably surprise people because you yes. look more like a ring girl than a fighter. Oh, sweet. Do you get that all the time? Not all the time, but I'm going to pretend that I do now. <laughs> Once <laughs> like, again, with the avocados, yes. roll with it. Roll with <laughs> yes. it. Roll with it. Uh, so I always had a desire to do, like, I always had a fascination with UFC, like since it started, um, when I was a teenager, I did like, we found a karate place, but there wasn't anything jujitsu related. Um, and once UFC came out, like then I started seeing jujitsu, like hoist Gracie, like, oh my gosh, who's this guy? He's smaller than everyone, kicking everyone's butt, just dominating. What is this jujitsu? Like, I need to get into this. And so... It was always in the back of my head, but in Pennsylvania, like, there's no jujitsu schools, you know, like, we had some karate stuff. So, even in high school, you're seeing this desire come about then? Yeah, like, I mean, we did, in the karate classes I took, like, we did, like, kickboxing and boxing, but then we also did, like, the katas and stuff, so it really wasn't um, a combat sport. I mean, like, we did some sparring, but it wasn't, and I mean, I'm not a huge fan of, like, punches flying at my face, so I'm like, I need to find something that's athletic and combative but not uh not going to rearrange my face how did you deal with so jiu-jitsu is in my opinion more disciplined that's what people don't understand is the discipline that goes in to like the different fighting sequences like she's talking about karate and you see the flying arms you see the flying kicks it 
it's not, in my opinion, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but in my opinion, it's not as disciplined. So having gone to some, to, to some different uh, disciplines, like to me, jiu-jitsu is way more disciplined. And part of that is understanding how you leverage someone's body against them. Yeah, I think so, because, I mean, you can do karate and you can do a kata. You're not going to have the chance of breaking your neck, you know, whereas we were doing chokes the other night where for sure, if someone would put a lot of force in, like your neck would be broken in in a few seconds. So there's just it's a total different, different beast that you're coming at it. And then Saturday night, were you rooting for Gagey or uh, Khabib? I was reading for Khabib. Of course you were. It was a leading question, obviously. Uh, so everyone knew if he got hold of Justin, that was that was yeah. the end. I mean, uh, I love DC's commentary on, uh, and that's what makes DC such a great commentator for me, at least, is you know when he goes through and he back and he backpedals the the stages of you know pulling in. You know he's like. He, he gave it really detailed, like pulling in two hands on Justin's wrist did this and pulling his elbow at this moment did that. And it for like it just wraps around and you talk about the Gracie family and you talk about, you know, coming from the Amazon and they always related to how a python, you know, wraps around you and, and smothers you. Yeah. Uh, it, and it, it just gets tighter and tighter as you move and then. It just lights out. <laughs> so when was the first time you uh, uh, you put someone to sleep? Like for real? Like they didn't even... Have you ever had anyone not no. tap? No, I I will let... I am not that person. Like I have never put anyone to sleep. Like I was like, if I put someone to sleep, I'm going to quit. Jen, like it's I just can't. the three of us. You I know. I just... I don't have the heart inside me. Like I've already had people turning purple and they're going to fight it. I'm like, you got it. You know what I mean? Like you can get out then. <laughs> like, you I let re- them out? Yes. I like, Not in competition, but at practice. I'm like, oh. I refuse to put you out for no reason. A friend of mine, another girl though, she actually put a huge guy out uh, with a choke. And I was like, oh my gosh. And he's like, you know, waking up. They sang the happy birthday song to wake him up. And yeah. he's like, where am I? But yeah, right out. So, wow. Yeah. So you're saying for practice... If you're, if we're going to take a chokehold, do it in practice. <laughs> yeah, do it in practice. <laughs> I've actually never She's been like, put I'm out either, luckily. Yeah. <laughs> I'm merciful in practice. I'm merciful in practice. I will actually, I will tap for sure in practice. I'm like, I don't really want to go out. Like, what if, I don't know. I just haven't had that experience yet. So I'm not really looking forward to it. But. Do, you, do you mind asking, Do can we ask what weight class you fight in? No, I fight for middle. So okay. I've had uh, struggles with that. <laughs> I've did. I've done light. Uh, I've missed weight in light. I've missed weight in middle. But now, now it's a happy, a happy relationship I have with the scales. So it's middle Good. all the time. Yeah. Well, a lot of times when you're fighting below your your happy level, you know, then you have the other struggles of not having the energy or not having the the muscle capacity that's I mean there's sacrifices to everything like that so yeah I mean I've already cut like 19 pounds I think it was like maybe 11 days or something so definitely like I was not the same person it's like, a lot of sweat box right yeah there. <laughs> we started the match and this girl pushed me and like I'm a pretty strong girl so the fact that I like moved back I'm like oh this is over and sure enough like I had no energy yeah. and I was just like spent so that that's always my first match is is the scale but now that's something you said before that in some competitions they were weighing in 
hours before the your actual fight. Yeah. So and how dangerous that is because I mean you're 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 dehydrated sometimes yeah. just to make the weight. No, you're, not, you're, you're not pushing sometimes. It. It's, it's, <laughs> it's yeah, always. But, but 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 having a weigh in just an hour or right before your actual fight can be yeah. So my first ever competition it was the day before weigh ins and it was like torture waiting. I think we had to wait like two hours in line. I'm like I am going to die until I get on the scale. You like drag yourself to the middle. scale. Um, actually don't even remember. It was probably it was a different. Uh, I don't even know what it was, but usually my weight's always the same. So I think it was probably, I was under 140. Okay. And so, um, like weighed in, went home, ate, um, ate a meal. It was like seven pounds heavier right after I ate the meal, you know? So, um, but then the first competition I did, that was IBJJF, which is like the biggest jujitsu tournament federation, um, federate group of, uh, tournaments. So those you have to weigh in right before you go. So like there's a board and there's like five matches and you can't weigh in until your name is like on there. So you're the fifth match. So, I mean, potentially it'll go, you know, like if they are five minute matches, like maybe 20 minutes after you weigh in. Uh, But sometimes they get submissions and you're like up in like five minutes after you weigh in. So um, that one, the first one I did, I had cut weight and, uh, I had gone down to lightweight. And so I had to weigh like 138. And so, um, it was horrible. Cause I didn't eat for like two days. I was living on like ice pops. My teammates are like, Oh, you just take a, a Epsom salt bath. It'll be great. Like, uh, they've perfected it, like drop five pounds in a second, you know, in like yeah. 40 minutes in the bath. And so dieted for like two weeks straight, got almost down there. And then we dro- uh, drove to California eating like ice pops. And so the next day in the morning, I woke up and I was still like a few um, ounces over. And I'm like, oh, crap, like I'm going to have to take an Epsom salt bath. So I get the bath ready and it's like hot as I can take it, put the Epsom salt in, go sit in it for like 20 minutes, come out and I'm heavier. <laughs> I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Like Jeez. I had to be that dehydrated that even that bath put some hydration back into me and I'm like oh my god like what am I gonna do so then I found a gym and went in the sauna like got a sauna suit on was like running around in the sauna finally like dropped the weight um went to the competition drove to the competition like literally got there right in time like as soon as I got there it was time to weigh in like my name was on the board I'm like so weighed in like tried to chug as much Pedialyte as I could and like went out and I'm sure it wasn't my best performance because I was already exhausted, you know. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'll be so much stronger. Like, oh, no, I'm going to pass out because <laughs> I yeah. can't even walk. But it took a long time to to learn that and kind of be okay with it. Dude, there has to be a better way to do on that. Yeah, Pedialyte tastes better now. <laughs> no, but <laughs> oh, well, what I'm saying is they like, come up with some better flavors. There's, there's smarter ways. Like, yeah. you know, um, just eating better all around from like start to finish, not peeing out. And, you know, just going in at the weight you're at, like accepting that. Yeah, like I was, yeah. it was so hard for me to accept that at first. So, but I think, you know, even still, even like the UFC guys, like they're. I don't know, know how they do it. They, who was it that was it Khabib that weighed in with literally nothing on in the towel like he uh, left. was it wasn't Khabib it was someone else and yeah a couple of the guys have have had to do that where they've weighed yeah. in um but on the flip side is like I, I think we could go through it if I, if I thought about it long enough I could come up with like it there's usually at least one or two guys that are are down to it, it nothing or next to nothing to weigh in and Adam and I are big guys, so we have been 
fighting that scale our whole lives, or at least I have. And uh, I hate the scale. Me too. Well, you know what? I, I I think the three of us. It sounds like we we understand our hot, our happy place. Like I know where my happy place is. Like when my certain when my certain jeans or my certain shorts fit fit good and I'm and I'm very mobile and I'm very active then I know that that's my happy spot like good I know if I lost like five pounds I might be a little hair quicker for one of those like pregnancy jeans that yeah I actually I have a sauna suit at home when I want to <laughs> when I'm like hey I need to really kick it up a notch but uh what I was going to lead to is is actually who's more of an inspiration is actually Nate Diaz so Nate Diaz took that Connor fight on a two-week notice and, and the reason why he took it on such short notice was he's like, I never stop training. I never stop. Like he lives the lifestyle 110. He lives a lifestyle every day. So he didn't have another fight set up before he took he that He didn't. One. He didn't have another mm-hmm. fight set up. And, and, and I mean, and it's such a high level that, you know, those it, the competitors, you know, we're talking about UFC competitors compete at is when you watch things on TV, it's entertainment and you don't understand. So like someone of yourself, when you watch it, you actually break it down. You can see, Oh, like it looks like, Oh, why didn't someone just do this out of it? But someone like with your knowledge, you know why they didn't do that. Cause it's actually what we see in my eyes is like slowed down almost like we don't understand. We see the, we see the results, not the actual action that goes in to make that result. And so it probably makes the UFC a lot more entertaining to watch. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. It? Just cause you know what's going on and things like that. Yeah. I bet you beat like, up a, oh or, or, or you kind of put some guys in their place on. Sometimes when they come in, you, you got to do that. You know, it's, Oh, I would. <laughs> I would. Not to be mean, but kind of. Don't you remember? You no, know, she had, she's a mercy rule. She's like, I, I am, but a brown belt with the heart. Tap, yeah. Usually they will tap before they go to sleep. So there's a couple <laughs> of them. Like she's she's being coy, but she's like she's like one and three don't tap. Just so you know, <laughs> one and three think they're gonna get out. So, and then she's like, are you sure you don't want to tap? I don't want to embarrass you in front of your friends. I'm giving you this last chance. Yeah. Last chance. I'm not even sweating hard. So it's, so I will go back to when you asked me about like my first encounter with jujitsu. So, um, my first ever encounter with actual jujitsu was, uh, I met someone at the gym, um, the, like the weightlifting gym. And he asked me if I would be his presenter. And I was like, um, for what? You know? And so I agreed. And the first interview he had me do, he had like a podcast web channel that uh, aired in Europe. Uh, mainly it was in Poland. And the first interview I did was an interview with Frank Mir as he was getting ready for UFC 100 with Brock Lesnar. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. And so it was, he, it was like a week or so before his fight, he had gotten like a black eye in training. And, and I'm like, who am I to interview this guy? Like I have zero qualifications, you know, probably won't know the right questions. And so like he had his own questions that they, his viewers had written in. I'm like, thank God, because I don't want to sound like an idiot. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, but then his jiu-jitsu coach was Robert Drysdale 
And uh, I got to interview him before, and he had some schools in Poland, like affiliate schools. So that was cool for the viewers. And then I had done another interview with him, and we had walked through like an arm bar. And so like now looking back at it, it's like, oh, here's LeBron James. He's going to teach you how to do a layup quick, you know? And right? so yeah. you don't realize it at the time, though, but you're like, oh, my gosh, this guy's like a legend in jiu-jitsu, you know? And, and he's just teaching you um, like, oh yeah, here, here it is, you know? And so I'm like, oh, that was my first encounter. And then I always wanted to do it, but I'm like, oh, you know, I think I, I passed my prime, you know, I'm not like a teenager. I'm not in my early twenties. I'm like, where actually can I get in jujitsu at my age, you know? Yeah. And then a few years later, my uncle was like, no, we should just do it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And so, so did, you and call then Frank you start. did you call Frank up when you're here in town? You're like, hey, Frank, I'm in town. Do you remember that interview? It was the best ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I need a place to work out. Yeah. <laughs> I know I've interviewed him a few other times at like the Olympia conventions and things like that. But like I'm still really good friends with Robert. Like my last uh, tournament actually on uh, Nogi Worlds in December, my coach couldn't come because he was dealing with some stuff. And so Robert was uh, I was like, Robert, you know, I'm going to be there, too. Let's let's go and you can coach me. And and so he has like a ton of other students. Great guy, like also coached me through all my four matches, which was awesome of him. So. So you're saying he like he only coaches winners? Is that what you're saying? No, no, he only has winners. You know? <laughs> he only so, has. so when you finally found that gym, you finally went in there with your uncle, and you're doing yeah. it yourself. A lot of intimidation. Were you the only lady in there? No, there was actually two other girls there. There was a girl who was, I think she was a blue belt at the time. And uh, her sister had just started taking right when I started taking, like right around like a few weeks, give or take. And so, uh, but, you know, I was quiet, uh, super quiet. And so like the only person I really talked to was my uncle. And I'm like, oh, you know, but it was uh, intimidating, but it was also like a comfort level because uh, at that time I was, the, there was two coaches at the gym. It was Fretzen Peshaw, who I'm with right now, um, and then Vinny Magalanch, who I was with until uh, December. And so, like, the great coaches, like, they, they're both amazing coaches. Like, they have totally different styles. But they, they were super welcoming and, and made everyone feel, you know, there wasn't any uncomfortableness for me at all. So, And so, in, in Maslow's hierarchy of happiness, <laughs> what – well, I'm getting to a point, oh, though. No, I was like, what, no doubt. No what, doubt. So – what did you feel like, hey, you know what, this, what, a lot of people ask, will ask me like, hey, on this project or with that deal, like, where do you find your happiness? And for some people in my business, it's getting the commission check. For some people, it's, it's getting the right, the right deal put together or, or this or that or this, or there's different things. Like I, I find enjoyment taking a house from here to there and then making a great, you know, presentation and it little wins along the way. So at what point did it click and go, you know what? Like you talked about it was welcoming, but when did it become like a passion? I think it was after I started competing. And so like, I've always like, Oh, I want to do jujitsu. Like my goal, like the dream is to be good at jujitsu. And then like you start doing jujitsu and you start competing and then like your dream kind of takes a path. Like, well, what does being good at jujitsu mean to you? And so for me, it meant, 
uh, being able to compete and do well in competition. Like I'm a very competitive person. So that's a, a kind of thing that uh, drives me when I'm on the mat and things like that. So when I started competing, I competed as a white belt. Um, it was my first competition. I was super nervous. I did like no gi and it was supposed to be like no experience. And then there was like no wrestling backgrounds you're supposed to have. And this one girl comes in like a singlet. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Like so nervous that I actually stepped and twisted my own ankle. Like I think there was four matches. I might have won two and then lost the third one. So I didn't make it to a medal or anything during that one. But I'm like, oh my gosh, my ankle was like a golf ball. And I'm like, I can't even blame anyone else. Like I stepped back and did this to myself. And the next day was the gi competition and, and they're like, oh, you probably shouldn't roll on it. And I'm like, no, I'm going to tape this up and I'm going to go. Jeez. And so um, I taped it up and I ended up winning that match with like a choke. And I'm like, yes. I was like, and so I hobbled off and I'm like so happy. And I think that's like when it started. I'm like, oh, I can do this, you know. And, and luckily, you know, they have different age groups. So like you can choose to do adult. You can choose like I'm over 30 now so you can do masters and and so it just kind of, it was a good fit. And so as I got better, like the dream now is like, oh, win a major tournament now at Brown Belt, you know, after winning one at Purple. So it kind of adapted to that. And how many hours do you think you spend every day chasing that dream? Um, well, I try to go to class Monday through Friday unless something comes up like with work or my kids. And we're usually there like two to two and a half hours. So that's a big And commitment. then sometimes Saturdays, but... And what about your yeah. kids? Are they in the in the kid programs or how old no, are your kids? Well, oh, this is so funny you asked that because I actually had to go get a tire change today. And this guy <laughs> asked me about the mask I was wearing. And I was like, oh, I stole it for my daughter. And uh, it was a Victoria's Secret one. He's like, she's old enough to go to Victoria's Secret. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, she is. And he's like, what? She's got to be like three max. I'm like, oh, <laughs> No, <laughs> she's going to be 18 in January, actually. So, um, yeah, she's no. But I try to get her to my son used to before I started. My son took jujitsu for a few years. He had competitions. And so before I had started, I had seen him with all of his medals, all of his swords that he won in competition. I'm like, yeah. oh, I wish that was me, you know. And uh, my daughter, she used to be a competitive gymnast until, you know, she had an injury. And so now I'm trying to talk her into it. But she's she's one of those, like, I don't like all the touchy-feeliness. And so, like, it's not that bad. So that's leading you towards maybe starting your own all-ladies kind of class or group. Yeah. So my coach and I, we talked about it. And, I mean, she's like a, a prime example, you know, and – I feel super comfortable with everyone there, but I can see she's not really a touchy feely person. And you come in and, and they're like, Oh, we're going to learn this drill. And, and it's in Mount. And someone's like, you know, all fours on top of her. <laughs> she's all fours on top of someone else. And yeah. she's like, this is like a nightmare. And uh, I mean, I can we, see that. Yeah. I can see where she's coming from. Yeah. And especially cause I guess there's no, I guess some programs have it, but like the gym I started at and the gym I'm at now, there was like a kids program and then there was like an adult program. So once they transition to like be tall enough, like we have a kid in there who's like 12, 13 and they're in the adult class. And so for got for boys, maybe it's not as bad, but like a 12 or 13 year old girl. Now you're rolling with adults and adult guys. It may be a little uh, a bit of a hairy situation, I guess. Yeah. I could see that. So, but yeah, that was our, that's our plan to start a woman's program where it's all women. And, um, 
you know, you learn self-defense and you learn to be more confident in yourself. And there's uh, hopefully the exercise itself is amazing. right? Yeah. yeah. And so I also want to have like at the end of it, like a little strength and conditioning part so you can build your strength up and and kind of have it be like an all all encompassing class and program. I can see you having your own gym one day. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome, but we'll see. <laughs> Maybe. Dude. Maybe. You never know. Depends yeah. if they tap out. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Change the dream one day. Give me the money right now. <laughs> but and so, hey, Jim, real quick, what are you doing to get that message out? Because, I, like, I think historically, you know, you we talk about combat sports. We talk about that touchy-feely, right? Most times we, we you, you know, you talk about your daughter being a gymnast. We push girls to non-combat sports or activities you know some of that we we push them to you know my my daughter plays volleyball you know my son plays basketball my other son has played all types of different sports and you know and so I feel like you know I feel like that was a great thing that Ronda Rousey did for UFC was it ignited the excitement that hey girls can can kick some butt and guys you probably don't want to be on the on the losing end of side of that you know a lot of times for a long time they were teasing a a match between ronda and and floyd actually and it was and ended up being connor and floyd and so like what do you feel like you know being a mother of a daughter and and yourself being a competitor like you know at least you had your uncle that was supportive you probably had some other support groups around you like but I know that that message doesn't float through our house. Like I, you know, you know, are you seeing more like opportunity? Like who do you think the demographic or audience is that would need to hear that type of message that, you know what? Mixed martial arts is a great way to express yourself as well as a great way to, uh, you know, find that, uh, and going back to that happiness or finding, you know, that, like giving you a, a, a green light to be competitive. I think, um, see, that's a hard question because, like, how do you, since Ronda Rousey came in, like, now they have different weight classes in UFC and, like, it's opened up to more women. I mean, back before her, like, you really didn't, besides, like, uh, Gina Carano, like, there was really no famous females that were, like. Tate was was semi. Yeah. But, and and it was also, you know, and all three of those women were, uh, you know, if you look at the girls now, their sizes are completely different, meaning there's they're way more muscular mm-hmm. in a lot of, you know, Cyborg is way more muscular and, and a lot of the other girls. But if you look at Rhonda, it helps that she had a, a pro wrestling name, you know, and a little rowdy Rhonda <laughs> is. Uh, but, you know, and Gina and Misha were very, uh, very aesthetically, uh, you know, appealing. Plus, they were fighters. So they helped bridge that gap to now, hey, you know what? No, we are really good at what we do. And and I think at the end of the day, being I'm a father of three. I have, you know, two sons and a daughter. And I want my daughter to be good at whatever she does and be respected for that. And I think that that's like that's what we're seeing a little bit more of. And so you know, like even in dance, like we see dance starting to transition to not only girls, but now you'll see all guy teams Mm -hmm. come out and dance. And so, um, you know, two cards ago, the main fight was, was, um, Holly, right. 
Yeah, Holly, yeah. and and Holly's such a great representative, like her story and and what she brings and like the, their work ethics. Because at the end of the day, as a person, you know, and I asked you earlier, you're like, ah, oh, just Monday through Friday, two and a half hours, you know, kind of do it in my sleep, you know. <laughs> that's that's literally Adam, like fifteen hours a week, and you know, that's a good chunk of time to be focused and spend, you know, and, and spend a lot of time on. And so, you know, that's what I think where people don't understand is, you know, they see you today and they go, wow, she looks like she's 22. Oh, she's really good at this brown belt. Let's take a minute. 22. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, (laughs) sounds nice, huh? (laughs) You know, and then she's like, actually, I have a daughter who is fully grown. And you're like, okay, whatever. But anyways, my point being is, uh, you know, in order to be successful, and I tell this to anyone, like, you know, if you're good at what you do, you'll be successful. And and so, and part of that is like, I had a kid come in today and he was looking, he was like, oh, I want to see what you do. What does, what does real estate do? And I said, well, it's actually a grind. I said, you're actually calling, you're catching me on a bad day. This is not a, this is not a TV day. This is a, this is a grind it out, make phone calls and, uh, and do accounting. So I said, this is not the, the, the flashy, you know, HGTV day. And so I think that's what people forget is like, you know, you talk about Frank, you talk about some of these legends in jujitsu and the UFC is, you know, their careers are, are long careers, very few successful, like even Justin Gagey, when he got in, they were talking about, well, he's a new fighter. And that's another thing you talk about. Well, they changed the weight classes. They changed the rules. And you have to be able to adapt to those circumstances and still be able to succeed. Yeah, I don't think people see the grind that goes into it. Like you can watch a fight. You don't know the camp that like the hell camp they just went through for 8, 10, 12 weeks, you know, where they're, you know, their diet's on point. They're in the gym two, three times a day. Like no one sees that. The program that we are, you know, have in mind Because once you get, like, the gender stereotypes are definitely getting broken nowadays uh, in every aspect. But, like, when you get to someone who wants to compete, like, I don't think they're going to have as hard a time joining, like, the co-ed class because they're going to be, they're going to chase that fight. You know, they, they want to, they want to practice with someone who's heavier than, heavier than them, practice with someone who's stronger than them so that then when they go compete, you know, they're going to do their best. But we kind of want to target the person who maybe doesn't want to compete. Like if I had a class and they all wanted to compete, that would be phenomenal. But if not, you know. Maybe like a Halloween tournament, like (laughs) winner takes a whole bag of candy. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Like to start, like even with my daughter, like the value of jujitsu and being able to defend yourself is invaluable you know so if someone comes up and would grab her like what is she going to do she she knows nothing you know but a few jujitsu classes she might be able to immobilize them enough to get away or to level the playing field with someone who is bigger than her so i think that's kind of where we'd come at it uh more of like a self-defense type thing first of all here's another idea you could also offer recruiting into the foreign service and the israeli secret service I mean, if you're teaching jujitsu and Krav Magra, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. It's like, no, maybe you're just training a future, uh, you know, some future special agents, special agent training. 
Like the after Jen Haas you, gym. After you uh, complete 10 classes, I teach you how to kill someone with two fingers. Yeah. You know, like it, unlock it. There unlock you go. Submission. Decent throat punch. <laughs> a decent throat punch goes a long ways. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of the Indiana Jones style. You know which one? No. Where he's running through the crowd. And then there's the guy with the sword and he jumps in front of him and he's doing all these fancy moves and Indiana Jones just pulls the gun out. Psst. Yeah, that's not a Jen's that's that's gym. That's not a Jen's gym. That's not a Jen's well, gym. That's my kind of self-defense. <laughs> well, we're a friendly I'm welcome. I'm way tired. Gym. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I think I think also for the uh, the ladies, is it comes with confidence, the exercise. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, it's just the that whole feeling package. of being a part of a team, you know, a group and, and, and stuff like that, I, I think would be very beneficial and and probably a motivator, maybe the way that jujitsu is now, which is mostly men, mm-hmm. that probably deters a lot of women away from from wanting to sign up, or maybe they're like, ah, or they just don't have the confidence, say like you had, or maybe some of the others that have, so they don't want to do it, but they're still interested. Yeah. At least starting off with the women's group, and then maybe moving into, hey, I want a bigger challenge, I want to take down a guy or something like that, and and have that feeling then they can move up, but it would definitely give them the confidence to do that. Yeah, and I think when I started, it was so great, like, um, the, she wasn't a black belt, you know, but she was, she's always going to be someone I look up to as being better than me, you know, having more jujitsu knowledge than me. So shout out to Bethany. Thanks for that. But you know, I always, is she also your arch rival? Is that what you're saying? No, no, <laughs> oh. she's, she's younger. So we've never compete against each other, but, um, but you would beat her down is what you're saying? No, probably. She, she, she's probably, if she listens to it, she's going to be like, what? So I'll ankle lock her in a second. So <laughs> I haven't rolled with her in I a while. I think that's a call out, Bethany. <laughs> yeah, that's a call out. It's, it's always great because like you never realize like now women who are joining now, because like we have a few new girls who are white belts, like they'll look up to me like that. And I just like, it's hard for me to realize like I'm in that position now where like people will look up to me and you just like, it's crazy. Like people look up to me like, Oh, you can teach me something and make me better, you know, which is a great feeling. But I think it's good to have, if you're a girl, at least one other girl in the gym that you can look up to like that, like that could be me. She's going to help me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, and and have a pathway to success. We've talked about that many times on our show. Is in life, people are always looking for pathways to success, and that's what role models and like you said, and and being able to see, hey, you know what, Jen was really great at this. I can be great at it too, and you know, and then you know, then they talk to you and you go, well, I'm putting in two and a half hours, and Bethany goes, well, I'm gonna put in three hours. <laughs> You know, do but, you ha- do you but have it doesn't art- even need to be in jujitsu. That's the no. beautiful thing about it is it gets that confidence. And then in their own life, if they're a lawyer or whatever they're trying to go for or going to school, they feel like they can do better at that because they succeeded in in this. Yeah. And yeah. there's such a mental aspect to jujitsu, I think. Like, I, I'm sure everyone who's in there would agree. Like, once your body is tired, like it's tired, that's it. You know, there's not. You're going to pull as much energy as you can, but then it like turns to a mental thing. And so then like, who's going to be mentally stronger? You're going to pull all of your will, you know? And so just that alone, I think, because everyone's, everyone's overcome something, you know? And so like women can relate to each other. Like they've overcome, I don't know, having a child or having a heartbreak or or losing someone. Like Mm -hmm. someone always has something that they um, can use to like, uh, 
you know, like a platform to help to thrive, you know, like this yeah. is, this is my fire. This is what I'm doing. And so that's yeah. their mental fortitude that helps them. And so I think jujitsu actually helps strengthen that uh, immensely. Side question. Let's put our serious hats on. Okay. Okay. You know, Halloween is just down the street. How often do you get asked like, Hey, have you ever been the pink power ranger? The pink power ranger. Are you serious? Oh yeah. That's wonder girl all day long. <laughs> No, I bet oh, Wonder she Woman even, or Wonder Woman, Wonder, Wonder Girl, Girl. <laughs> Wonder Girl, Girl, because she's only twenty two, you know. Yeah. So she looks just like her. I could see like her the I, actress. I could see, yeah, like like Gia Gadot. She does look like that. Yeah, with lighter hair. The older one though, wow, was it Linda Carter? Oh, like Linda, the 80s yeah. one. Yes, yes. Easily, yes. you have the yeah. same eyes. Yes. Yeah. But so the reason why about back to your side, question. back to my side question. <laughs> so my, I put my son in. in that's, remember, I started off as like, hey, do you feel like jujitsu is, is really, you know, discipline is uh, it is a very disciplined uh, sport. And then uh, the reason why is I put my son in there and we're more of a laughy, jokey type of family. And uh, uh, but no, the reason why you're he, the laughy, jokey. <laughs> I think the rest of your family's normal. Like, oh, is that what that's called? For five seconds. <laughs> is uh but, you know, one of the reasons why he even had desire to even go check that stuff out was watching Power Rangers. <laughs> and so that's why I'm like, maybe you might want to have, you know, for your gym, get a little Power Ranger out on this curb. I don't know, man. That's a, I have never gotten that. But the funny thing is, is I actually made a meme with uh, Bethany and Brittany were the two girls on my old team that and I like put us all in Power Rangers and like, See? you know, photo chopped our faces in. I'm not sure if I was the pink one, but that, that's the only time I was ever. It's like, either pink or yellow. Power pink or yellow is yeah. the two girls. So <laughs> just a side note, I cannot believe how popular Power Rangers have been over the years. Oh over the, the decades? The worst television show on the planet. What about if, when it started? You can oh, like see the so bad. <laughs> so bad. But my kids love that old stuff. My kids. They find it on Netflix and they'll watch it for hours. Like, what are you guys watching? <gasps> oh, this is awesome, Dad. You ever seen it? <laughs> yeah, when I was 10. Yeah. Like, well, my kids are on a, a Phineas and Ferb binge right now. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, you know, this was good for about an hour and I'm about done. I'm done with it. And I'm like. You do realize it's the same storyline over <laughs> and over and over. Uh, oh, I was watching uh, Pacific Rim Rising, and I was like, and the, my kids come in, they're like, "Oh, is this Power Rangers?" I'm like, "It's the same storyline." <laughs> yeah, the monster gets hurt, running. then the monster gets bigger, and then they have to kill the big monster to win the day. Oh, I wonder if I've seen this storyline before, and like, yeah, our kids will watch that over and over and over again, and you're like. You know what's going to happen, right? Like, it's the same story. Oh, no, it's completely different. Just this different time. graphics, man. Different graphics. Yeah, different graphics or, you know, oh, Green Ranger got hurt. Well, if he would have knew, if, if he'd work a little bit longer on his jujitsu, it'd get better, you know? <laughs> it's amazing how much kids can rewatch the same show. Yeah. Like, my daughter will rewatch re the same series over and over and over again. And that's like, nuts oh my gosh yeah and she'd be like well i don't have much to do today i think i'm gonna rewatch glee or i'm gonna start vampire diaries over again <laughs> and i'm like okay let's do it yeah <laughs> so. yeah my daughters do the bachelorette over over and over again i can't believe it i can't either i do it it's horrible <laughs> i'm so glad they got their own tv <laughs> the bachelorette so seriously they love that stuff or or the kardashians they'll rewatch that oh, over gosh. and over again like, your 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 look. Jen goes. Oh, people have 
true to my heart. I'm, so. I'm really dropping it as a parent. Yeah, you are. Big time. My teenage daughters are, I don't know. So what does what does an accomplished athlete like you, Jen, do? In So obviously you're spending like 15 hours. You spend 40 hours at work. You spend 15 hours at the gym. What else do what else do the cool kids do? So I I'm in the same routine all the time. I would not classify myself in the cool the cool section at all. But in my little section, <laughs> basically I will wake up, go to work, and then I will go to the gym and like lift and work out because I want to keep my muscles up. And then uh, come home, change, eat, you know, with the kids, and then I'll go to class try to bribe them to come to class with me. Usually it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. And then uh, we come back and uh, I'll usually just chill kind of and, and fall asleep like, Jordan, let's, you know, let's watch TV and we'll watch, you know, whatever show she's rewatching for the Glee. 50th time <laughs> we will fall asleep to. Or like uh, Austin and I will do. What's like the one show the where house. the kids are, uh, nobody knows who murdered the kid. What's that teen group? It's got like no six, idea. seven, eight seasons. I don't know. And they don't know who it is. And they, the oh, girls. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, Pretty Little Liars? Yes, that Pretty one? Little Liars. Yeah. I, could see, I, could, <laughs> I could see you and your daughter finding a season to binge or two. So. Yes. <laughs> well, so I have a quick question. This is a uh, good, serious question. I apologize. Adam gets sidetracked. Um, I don't get sidetracked. Diet. So how do you manage uh, feeding your kids and feeding your regimen? Like, oh gosh, this is a funny thing. Like your meal prep. So we're just at the grocery store, Austin and I, uh, this Sunday, because we usually do that on Sundays. And he's like, look at our cart. He's like, we have a house full of like five-year-olds, you know, like it's full of like snacks for him and stuff. And so he's, uh, you know, he's growing, going through that growth spurt, starting to work out with my brother. My brother's like, just get all the calories you can. And so how I deal with it, I'm like, oh, he loves Takis. Like, Great. I hate Takis. Yeah, he's like, a teenager. Yeah. That's like, certified. Total certified. Like my daughter will eat the, like the popcorn with a spice. And I'm like, oh, perfect. Throw it in. You know, like I can't, I can't mm -hmm. deal with any spice at all. And so I will try and stick to things that I will put in the cart that I don't like. Because if it's there... I don't have much willpower with food, so I will try, try to like See, I grab the she foods was I like. Found a little chink in her armor. <laughs> There's the normal part. Supergirl, rest of the day, except for that little chink right there. Yeah. Yeah, I like the binging. Yeah, like a bowl already, of ice cream at the end of the day. Oh yeah, like now I'm addicted to the mochi. So like, oh, like, that's oh, delicious. It's like you know, individuals out. So like, you just okay, I can take one, and then like, oh, maybe I should have some more, but. Like, it's not like the whole but, gallon but of ice cream you're like, scooping out. It's addictive. But what's on the outside? It's know. ice cream in the it's middle. Like but it's like rolled rice, right? Yeah, it's rolled yeah. rice. Yep. It's delicious. A lot of sugar. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who cares, right? You don't right. Look at the, if you don't look at the calories, they, they don't count. So do you, you make two know. different meals then? One for the kids, one for you? Or what, where are you I at? I am not good at cooking at all. And my daughter will eat exactly like me. So the only one I actually struggle with now is, is my son. So, um, and he started, like, we went, we bought him, like, a Traeger grill. Like, so he's good. Like, he'll do the cooking now. Jeez, like, nice. Where yeah, do I sign up so for this household? <laughs> what? I should use a new. Trigger grill, right? Yeah. I could use so this. He usually, like, he's old enough now. He's you know 15. Like he he does his cooking, like, and he's a 15 year old boy. Like he eats 
six meals a day at least like whole meals and i'm like oh my gosh and then my daughter she's like you know she's perfect because we're exactly the same person almost like oh "Oh, you want a salad she's just just like me me. (laughs) (laughs) that's what you call a backdoor brag yeah (laughs) she's perfect to me because she's just like me but like she's like i raised her to be perfect (laughs) practically perfect in every way um so she like will live on a salad or be like oh you know i'm gonna have a protein shake want me to make you one she's like yeah and i'm like this is this is great you know like they call that character trait a pleaser by the way (laughs) (laughs) mom is that what you want me to do yes mom that's what i want when i used to diet i would eat like um tuna right out of the can and so like that was you know that she'll still do that sometimes or like and then my like my son will too sometimes but he's he's a little harder he's harder to please Mm. so yeah but i'm not a good mind of their own not a good cook at all like i had a few um weekends where we started cooking with my grandmother but like cooking takes all day Right, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm The good stuff does. Yeah. So do you, you don't meal prep then? You don't like, hey, Monday, there's, you know, what do you take for lunch? So we're working at home now, so like it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I can just go down, like make eggs if I want or make a shake and actually don't eat that much during the day. Like it, it's a pretty bland diet. Like I'll, mm. you know, have some breakfast and and then I'll try to get all my shakes and like I want to get a protein shake. And then after I work out, I want to get an amino drink in. And so I'll live on like uh, meats. Like I, I eat deli meat a lot, which I know I shouldn't because it's not that good for you. But like it's so quick and I'm like, oh, perfect. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Or like a salad. Nine people and died from it today. Die from it? Today. Yeah. It was in the what news. Happened? From some, deli meat? From deli meat. Some deli meat was bad. And was there a drive-by shooting at a oh, deli? Geez. No. How do you die from deli meat? I don't know. It just happened. It was in the news. You guys got to keep up with what's going on. Oh, yeah, but you don't say something like that right yeah. in the middle of a deli conversation and then say someone died Well, you from said it. it was quick and easy. It, I'm like, Maybe well, I need scary. to recheck. Kind of Bye. <laughs> I got a fridge full of deli meat right <laughs> yeah. now. Did they like leave it out for a few hours or... Uh, you know what? We will follow up some details <laughs> yeah. post, post episode. I mean, I don't want to drop over <laughs> from my quick yeah. and easy diet. <laughs> Tomorrow morning, she's going to pull out some deli meats. Like, oh, like I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Give me an apple. <laughs> but like my son, he's like uh, going to grill some steaks up tonight. And so I'm like, perfect. Nice. Yeah. Like, do we just, how do we make our him. orders? Do we just text him or like, what do we? <laughs> <laughs> I usually text him and yeah. maybe, maybe bribe him, but. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so he could probably cook up a whole bunch of like chicken and stuff. And there's your meal prep right there. Yeah. You can freeze up and. Man. Yeah. And then some, like I'll bribe him like once a week we'll eat out. And so then like he'll get, you know, his wings and I'll just get grilled chicken. And that'll last me like a few days. I'm like I'll eat half of this today, half of it tomorrow. And that's better than me. My so. meal prep is pre-ordering on Postmates. <laughs> hey, you'd be surprised how fast Jimmy John's gets here. It's it's fast. It's fast. Capriotti's a little boppy last night. Very protein laden. Oh sure. <laughs> Enough carbs to kill someone. <laughs> but delicious. It was delicious. Yeah. It was only like it was only like a four incher, so it was like a snack. If, if, oh, if you're I... gonna cheat at a restaurant, where where would you go? Oh my gosh. Well, the past few weekends, like my son has been into like, he made us go to like five guys and in and out. And I'll be like, okay, you know, I'll justify that. Like I'll just get it wrapped in lettuce. So then it's all good. You know, it's probably not all good, but in my mind, I'm like, it's okay. (laughs) In and out protein style. I get protein animal style. Me too. That's exactly how I get it. 
birds of a so feather. <laughs> Practically <laughs> perfect. Perfect, unperfect. <laughs> oh wow! All right. You have a lot of room to grow there, Adam. A lot of room. <laughs> so I'm on a raising canes thing. So oh. I. There's, there's no healthiness there. None. None whatsoever, but it is delicious. It is delicious. Yeah. So uh, Jen also has a YouTube interview that she did. Her link is in her Instagram if you guys yeah. want to go check that out. Yeah. But I got to answer a question. She asked you what kind of restaurants were here in Las Vegas. The, the lady who did the interviews oh, yeah, from yeah. Florida. There are mom pa restaurants. You got to go up to Boulder City. <laughs> the pit stop. The oh, best up there. Up in Boulder City, for some I don't think it's a law or anything, but there's no chain restaurants up there. All the yeah, rest Burger King, Burger King, those are fast food restaurants, totally different. That's like I'm a talking. different place because we we uh, in my job we go to all the middle schools my and job. we go to uh, Boulder Garrett, mm-hmm. and it's Garrett like Junior driving High. forever. You know, I don't even know the future of Victoria in there is phenomenal. It by feels the way. like forever, really. So, so it feels so, like forever, but it's like another place. Like it's like oh, I love this place. Like yeah, there's I'm no gambling allowed. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a beautiful little city. So I was I born there. Names. Oh, that's, Garrett Junior High, home, home of the Bobcats, home of the Bobcats. Anyways. Uh, they have a lot of fun little restaurants up there. Tons of, of mom, pa, little, nice little decks. Uh, the coffee cup is a real famous place that was on. Uh, World famous is on diners and drive-ins. It was so good. Like, But what about the, bar- what's the barbecue place? That's what's really known in, in Boulder City. Hogs? No. Hogs. <laughs> I think it's the called The Dillinger. Hogs. No, you're thinking of the Dillinger. The Dillinger's a great lunch the Dillinger's spot. Great. If you go for, if you go to Garrett for your job, go to, to the Dillinger for lunch. That's right down there. But just off the main drag, there's a barbecue. Uh, yes. I, I forget the name of it. I think it's Hogs. It's not. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Damn, I wish my phone wasn't recording. I would have put and, it up, man. Uh, and so that's where you need to go. So, uh, no, but there's another place my wife and I just found. We've gone there a few times. Delicious. It's called Sugars. If you're going to have a cheat meal, it's definitely going to be a cheat meal. With the so, name like Sugars, it has to it's, be. <laughs> it's right next to the police station. It's a converted like old house redone. You go in there. I had a double bacon cheeseburger <laughs> on two glazed donuts. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you. I'm how, telling how you. How is that even mashed together? Like, Did it taste good or it was just gross? It wasn't gross. It's different, but it's good. It's really good. And, and the way it's just a fun little restaurant. They got all kinds of other foods. Yeah. I mean, they got all kinds of different sandwiches, but they have that. They have, uh, what's another place I like? There's a bunch. What's the new soda place? That's a fun place. The Eagle's oh, Nest. Oh, yeah. The Eagle's Nest. My kids mm-hmm. went there. Anyways, all mom paw shops. Kind of, it probably would remind you of home. Chili Jillies. Yeah, yeah, it did when I drove Chili up there. Chili yeah. there with the, cool. with the, they have the Dole. Oh, oh yeah, freeze. the whip, yeah. The, the adult whip. Yeah. So. so you have to go up there and check some of those restaurants out. I was actually going to look into that, beca- not the restaurants, but uh, a few years ago, well, probably more than a few years ago now, uh, I took my kids on the the train ride, and I think it was yeah. like Arizona, right? But I think they have one in Boulder. They Fox. do. It's Fox Smokehouse. Foxes. Told you it was I was not way Fox. off. <laughs> You're way off. <laughs> But I think there's a picture of a pig on there. <laughs> in my defense, I think there's a pi- Click on it. There's a picture of a pig. It, it's a pork so I place. Just thought, <laughs> wow. And then, well, and Jen, you can also speaking of the railroad ride, you yeah, can yeah. do you can do uh, the bicycles bicycle on it. Well, not bicycles, but, but you can not. you can you know like, like the, the rail cars. Yeah, like rail cars, and you can pedal. They're pedal cars. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then they have a picnic place right when you pass railroad pass. You you take the cars down there, and then they can they have a picnic place. You get out, have like a little 
snack, lunch. Then the train comes in and connects you, and you, they won't make you pedal uphill. Yeah. And then they take you back up to Boulder yeah. City. Just be careful. Oh, there cool. are some cycle riders out there. Some of them are on e-bikes. They may tease you. They may, you know. You Is know. that you? I no. get heckled while I'm of trying to ride. Of course not. But when I see Jen out there, she might get heckled. <laughs> Dude, that's where I go running, and that's I, you know how many times I've been almost hit by you guys, you guys coming around probably the probably on a weekly basis. Dude, that, <laughs> dude, yeah, when we're so doing, doing about thirty-five miles an hour, yeah, you're, you know, you take your paintball gun and like mark the spot. Yeah, gotcha. Dude. So I almost got hit one day. Guys yeah, were coming around gun, so fast, and you, you know who it was. Dwayne Graham? It was. <laughs> How'd you know that? Oh, I know how Dwayne He rides. was riding so fast around the corner. You know that corner right around yeah. Railroad Pass? I'm chugging along like a linebacker jogging. Like, I shouldn't be out there. Like, dude, this guy's going to die. Yeah. And here comes Dwayne, like, you know, the Tour de France, flying around the corner. And I looked at his face as he came across. I'm thinking, that looked like Dwayne. Yeah. And then I saw him later, and it was. He goes, man, it's yeah. a friend of ours, and he's training for a triathlon. Oh, so he he's is serious about yeah. it. Yeah, he's, so he's all serious about training, and and you know Adam and I are just good to you know walk an extra ten steps a day. So, dude, I I get out there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And Adam's good to get out there and jog a mile. So. A mile. <laughs> so, but anyways. Yeah, I would never chance that. My bike riding skills, I'm like, you know can't ride in a straight line i'm all over they'd be like get no, this then you would off the fit, road <laughs> you would fit perfect on this trail you would hit all the runners just like these guys do no i ring the bell ding 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 ding. do you have a bell oh yeah i ding that thing like crazy <laughs> ding 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 morning morning you know we took a ride out my brother-in-laws and i went out and uh last friday and we started at 5 5 30 actually the by the time skylar got Skyler made it. He's like, actually, we didn't get. I was waiting on the trail forever. They're like, we didn't get started till six, and it's a it's a thirty five mile loop around uh, River Mountain, uh, around the river. It's Mountain. a fun trail. It How is all the way out to Lake Mead and back. It's so. an e bike. I've never been on one. It's electric bike. It is. It has a motor on it. Oh. It just makes sure that you make it. Home. Is it a workout? Like it's a complete workout. <laughs> Come on. <now. laughs> it's a complete workout. You still have to move your Did legs. you go you clockwise or counterclockwise? No, you, we went uh, this way or that way. Boulder City way. Oh, so you went up the Three Sisters. Yeah, that's it, rough. It is, especially when you're so. The I thing did with the, the whole thing on a bicycle. On thirty-five on a, miles. Yes. How long did it take you? It took him like a Just whole a day. Couple hours. Um, oh, but, but but I went down the Three Sisters. I went count. So went the clockwise. The so the the shortcomings of the e-bike is they are way heavier like Dwayne's bike is a legit like 16 ounce probably 12 to 16 ounce bike weighs like nothing and so efficiency wise you know we're talking about training and talking about competing mm -hmm. is you know in cycling the lighter the bike you're getting more you know every time he pedals he's getting more power out of it and then the e-bikes are tremendously heavy the batteries are tremendously heavy um i have one with the fat four inch tires it's heavy like the the frame in order to take the torque um because uh, a kid wrecked one of our bikes and so i ordered i found a, a rim to replace it and he's like this isn't going to work you have to have the double walled heavy duty everything's heavy duty on them because the torque from those mortars are so high he's like the first time you hit a bump or something it'll just it'll tweak it again 
And, um, and so it makes the bike heavier actually. And so you're asking, is it a workout? So you go around this whole 35 miles, Hey, you're, you're watching the battery half the time. And so in, you know, so it encourages you to pedal a lot more actually. And then, yeah, I try to save some for when you come back to the Did three you get sisters. Stuck up? Did you get stuck on the three sisters? The first time I ever took it and I had an e-bike, I had Joe's e-bike and yeah, I got, I got stuck that first one cause I was out of battery. And so then I'm so running up home? the hill and, uh, steep. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The three sisters are known on that trail. Yeah. They are, they are, I don't know why they call them that. Well, so if you're going the other way, that's now, now going down them is no easy task either. I was no. scared out of my mind. Cause there's a rail at the there's bottom. There's a rail at the bottom. And I'm sitting there holding on like my, my brakes. I'm white knuckling this 10 speed down the street bike. And this was my first time on it, so it has the real thin tires. Yeah. And I'm not very thin. So like I feel like I'm riding on ice skates. Well, the thing is, is like I going down the three sisters, I was averaging like w- one time we did that way, mm-hmm. I was doing like thirty five to forty two miles an hour going down the three it's that steep, Jen. It's like it's like a ten percent incline. So it's like they're like warning, you know, and there's a rail at the end. And I'm like, how many people have I don't gotten know who, hurt on that rail? Who, what jackass put a rail at the end? Well, I don't know why they'd be in the trail like that. Like get a little bit wider right there. Maybe get it on a little incline. You Man, know? I was scared out of my mind coming it's, down because I could You go down this it. like this and then it turns like this and it's just flat. Whereas if it was a little, you know, give it a little edge to it, you know, slope you down away from it, it would be much better. But, hmm. but. We went way it. down this rabbit hole. Yeah, we did. <laughs> no, Jen's I like, gotta check it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this when I leave. Here. Okay. Yeah. Three sisters. The, uh, no, the River Mountain Loop Trail. Loop Trail. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. Thirty five miles is a lot, though. It's it's not too bad. Like the first time I did, I did it by accident. I got the bike, thought I was cool. I woke up early Saturday morning, told the wife, "Hey, I'm gonna start the trail. You may have to come get me halfway through, or I'll turn around and I'll come back." After I went down the three sisters the first time, I'm not going back up those things. So I just kept going. But it was it was kind of a cool ride. The view was phenomenal of Lake Mead. I get all the way down into the park. Then I get down where, have you ever been on those, um, the trails that goes through the old train tunnels? No. Or Well, the fish, at, you know where the fish hatchery is? Do you know anything about Lake Mead? There's water, there's fish. Yeah, no, just... <laughs> Anyways, I get down there and you're at the bottom and then Boulder City is is a good up. incline up. And so it wasn't steep, but it was just steady. And by that time I was hurting. I was not really prepared. I was wearing a backpack for heaven's sakes. Like dude, this it was horrible. I get to the gas station and I'm just my legs are shaking and I'm I'm ready to pass out. I buy some I'm out of water, so I buy water a protein bar, some muscle milk or something to put in me. And I'm ready to call the wife and say, dude, just come get me. I'm at the gas station in Boulder city. But then I just, I sat under a tree and I felt good. So I just kept on going. But from there all the way to our house was like downhill. No, it's pretty much downhill. <laughs> it's, dude, just it's, past it's uphill. He was it's delirious uphill at that point. Railroad pass. <laughs> no, 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 no. Once I got to the veterans from the veterans down to our house, it's pretty much like it's a cruise. Uh, there's a couple at railroad yeah. pass. Yes. There's that one at railroad pass, but it's pretty much a, cr- the only thing I do is I was one butt cheek to the other butt cheek. <laughs> yeah. That would have been, yeah. Could you walk tore. the next day no, after 35 I was miles? Tore up. 
But then, but it was, it was fun. So I bought the right shorts, bought the right shirt, and stopped wearing backpacks and got geared up. And then the I started only doing problem, Jen, is he wears that cycle outfit all the time, like once a week. I'm like, Adam, Shelly likes it when I wear it. Yeah, yeah, she <laughs> likes it when you wear it, and she's not around, is what she said. Yeah. So, well, hey, well, know. Jen, we've had a great time. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Thank you for having me. So, uh, if you want to check out anything more from Jen, follow her on Instagram. Uh, what, yeah. What's your handle on there? Um, it's jhaas1228. Cool. And if anyone wants to join our gym, it's uh, Fretson Paxile Academy. Um, hit and us we'll up on link. there, yeah. Yeah, we'll put a link in you the bio. have a website, so we'll, we'll put that link yeah, in the website. Yeah. And then we if, love to get new if members. some of the girls awesome. are interested in, in this all-girl concept, it, easiest thing is just to email you or reach out to throw you a message on. Yeah, so we're going to start advertising soon. I think we might just, you know, we're going to do like a trial. I think we might start it on not this coming Saturday, but like do Saturdays. At, I think it was noon we decided on just to start it before we start into the weekdays. And so I'll advertise on my Instagram. Fretson will advertise on his and, and we'll go from there. And then what about on Sweet. your YouTube? Are you going to shout out maybe some like two minute drills, maybe some two minute instructions so that way if girls are interested they can say oh hey i saw jen on youtube and and that's yeah, what she I was doing i don't have a channel but i will um or maybe a reel maybe a little instagram yeah reel i actually like, want to start a channel eventually so i had to get uh kids get my daughter she's probably better with technology than me but uh th there was a guy who uh or a person that who posted some of my jujitsu videos on there so he said if i do do that like he'll link them there or something so cool. at least like because nice. i think that would help people watch help it. girls because a lot of them <laughs> i bet they don't even know what jujitsu is and then you know maybe get you know some of that demographic that hey maybe that's something they would try mm -hmm. if they knew more about it yeah well thank sure. you so much for coming thank in you. we'll put all your links in the bio we appreciate uh you telling us your story it yeah. was amazing yeah. Thanks for we having appreciate me. it. Yeah. Thank you for awesome. everyone for listening and hit that subscribe button and leave a comment and tell a friend about the show and we will see you later. Booyah.